Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Single Mother's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, this is take two because somehow I managed to lose the last podcast. I don't know what it was. I have no clue what happened, but <clears throat> I lost it. But we're going to do this again, right? Okay, before we start, I need to say a very special thank you to all of you. If you're listening to my voice right now, thank you for tuning in and I always appreciate your time. Um, The other thing is, um, I know I sometimes do a roll call, but I'm going to save it today and I just will add one little thing though. I'm not sure I've mentioned Singapore and Canada before. And do you know what, guys, if you're new, welcome, because I have noticed in the analytics, we've picked up some new listeners in Canada and Singapore. Woohoo! Okay, guys, so... I don't know where, where where I was, like where I was sitting and what made me come up with this idea, but we're going to do the philosophy of drama. We're going to look at Aristotle's six elements. So to begin with, Aristotle, who was born in 384 BC, which was like, as you know, ages and ages and ages ago, as my kids say, um, when they ask me, um, was I actually born, did they have cars? You know, and I just look at them and I think, God, how do we even share the same DNA? Um, but look, I think with Aristotle, the reason why I brought it up is um, it's his thoughts on drama. They've been at the heart of writing curricula pretty much since 384, like pretty much since that time. Obviously not 384 because that's when he was born. He couldn't write, couldn't even talk. Right, maybe he could, who knows. Um, okay, but in Poetics, he wrote that drama, specifically tragedy, oh God, um, should include or has to include not should it has to include the following six elements which is plot character thought diction music and spectacle maybe my life is just one big drama and you know uh, i don't think there's any tragedy in it i think i'm doing all right okay guys look come back and let's just tackle through the ta- I say tackle it's really awful isn't it I'm, I'm actually creating this mind space of ugh. no look i think what we'll do is we'll go over plot and character first and see how we go thanks guys hang in there Hello. Okay, let's get into this. So we are doing plot and character. So for plot, Aristotle says the plot then is the first principle and as it were, the soul of a tragedy. Hmm. Okay. So for plot, maybe we'll look at perhaps my life um, in terms of dating. Um, You know, and I think, you know, in terms of dating apps, or there's really two things that come out of it, right? Hysteria or listeria. I know, this is really bad. I can't believe it. I, I actually sound like I'm this cranky woman, but trust me, I'm not. I'm not a cranky person. Okay, let's have a look. So hysteria, because it's it's just like this beautiful, I guess you could say it's a beautiful shit show. You know, um, my life, dating, you know, um, let me look at it. I'm a woman. I'm single, I'm a mum, I have a career. Um, I think, you know, on one hand, there are so many beautiful things to look at on these apps, but on the other hand, it's total chaos, you know? It's like balancing dating apps or even dates, you know, with um, COVID. I mean, who even goes on dates with COVID now, um, with randoms, you know? Um, I think there's also, you know, 
you're trying to balance this thing where you're a woman and you know but you're also raising kids you're working full time you know for me I've got this podcast and my website and I'm trying to finish my second book and you know I'm trying to get together pieces for my next art exhibition which I'm hoping I might do early next year and these are all choice so I'm actually not whinging guys I'm just giving you examples um you know so on dating apps you know you have your pictures they have theirs you have your lines they have theirs um you know as I said Am I on there looking for love? I actually think, and let the truth be known, I'm possibly just creating a life distraction, you know, with all the um, shiny, well-decorated window props, Um, especially where six-packs seem to be the norm. You know, people, I don't know, I don't see many people walking around shirtless, but there's a lot of shirtless pictures there, you know, whether it's a six-pack on a yacht Um, whether it's on top of a cliff, whether they're feeding a lion or a bear or something, or, you know, eating a plate full of a million calories with a fork to this chiseled face, you know, and I actually think to myself sometimes, you cannot have a face that looks like that if you eat that. No. And if you do, I hate you. Um, But then we've got listeria, as in the infection, you know, where you become ill after eating contaminated food. (laughs) So, you know, I kind of wonder, have I become sick from consuming all this, you know, influx of calories from the dating app content, you know, from the lines with extra cheese to the super sweet offering, you know, that they they talk about, you know, like some, I don't know, I, I do find this really bizarre, right? Is sometimes you'll get messages, it might be after the fourth message, oh, you know, I'd love to massage you, can I come over and massage? It's like, dude, I haven't even met you, I haven't even had a coffee with you, what makes you think I'm going to let you come over here? Oh my God, like seriously, read the room, actually read the universe, read life. That's just odd. And if people actually say yes, I mean, good for you, but geez, I just find it, um, I don't know, I just find it really cheesy. Um, but also, you know, if you have a look at it, you know, based on what I've said, you know, could this plot be of my life creating, maybe it's more of a complex plot. Like and when I say complex, I think it's in terms of my choices um, and taste in men, you know, they do tend to be younger, intelligent, successful, cultured, super fit and wrinkle free. Uh, Maybe I've got to, you know, maybe move the plot. (laughs) Perhaps might be a good thing. Okay, so or recreate the plot, shall we say. All right, let's have a look at character. So Aristotle says character is that which reveals moral purpose, showing what kind of things a man chooses or avoids. Okay. And just an FYI, guys, um, when I'm speaking, I'm speaking about people, not men per se. I'm not being gender specific here. Um, But however, I think, you know, if we break it down, moral purpose, how do I apply this one? Okay, so maybe it's more about, you know, what do you do or what do I do? What's my values? You know, what are my values or what are your values? And, you know, how you apply it to the greater good of the world. Look, this is a bit of a stretch in terms of the greater good of the world. But, um, you know what? I have this podcast, right? So why do I have it? How did I come about with it? Well, at first um, I was looking at, and this is about the greater good. I don't know about the world. But anyway, um, I was looking at developing workshops for women. Well, more sort of targeting single mothers, you know, whether they were new or whether they've been on the scene for a while, just in terms of how to save time in the kitchen, you know, how to save face in public with tantrum throwing kids in tow, save time on dressing for the office, you know, giving some great lunchbox ideas, you know, and surviving um, on one salary, like just showing you know, these are the different things you can do that are, you know, they're cost they have you know they're either cost neutral or they're very low in cost but they're just super fun so 
you know, I'm, and I kind of wanted to do it as well where, you know, and also dating. I wanted to, you know, I get a lot of questions from women about dating. And so during that time, I was thinking these workshops would be awesome, you know, just get, make it a non-judgmental friendly zone where women can just come, say what you need to say, ask what you need to ask. And yeah, so it was more like, I guess, building each other up, you know, because I'm really big on that. I, I much prefer to build people up. I know a lot of people that don't do it intentionally, but just by nature, they tend to pull it down. Um, but you know what? So instead, I now dribble random, sometimes helpful, possibly not helpful, but I'm hoping it's helpful, um, you know, on life and the general stuff on this podcast. So some of the material I've done um, that I looked at for the workshop, you know, I've kind of tried to take a little bit of it and bring it over here. So what value does it add? Look, I don't know. I just think sometimes you know you don't know people's life story you don't know what's happened you know in the last five minutes of their life or the last five years of their life so you know for me it was more about you know getting people in and you know saying to them okay let's sort this out let's make your world a better place you know whether it's these small things you know because don't forget sometimes a lot of little things turn out to be something really big um okay so if i looked at this right and i said right my moral purpose for me it's to live a life that doesn't harm others or bring them down. You know, I just want to be, I just think to be a nice person, be respectful to others and to go beyond. If someone needs a hand, hey, I've got two here. Let me know what I can do to help. Um, you know, so in my beautiful show of life, um, I want to show character of strength, you know, resilience, but also one who moves. I like to move. I like to keep things going, you know. So like, okay, think of it this way. Did you know that in terms of universal energy, Water will always flow by taking the path of least resistance. That's what I want for my life. I want it to flow. I want it to move. I want it to, you know, I want to be the person that does take the path of least resistance in terms of, you know, of course, you're going to have the hard stuff in life, but I want to try and make my life a bit easier. And that's what I was hoping to do with this workshop, making other people's lives easier. So there you go. All right, guys, stay tuned because we have thought and diction next. Rightio. This isn't so bad, right? Okay, stay tuned. Okay, let's get into this. Okay, we have elements three and four, which is thought and diction. So for thought, Aristotle says the thought, um, he says, thought is the faculty of saying what is possible and pertinent in given circumstances. So I guess the third element, it's, I looked at it as being like, it's a character's, it's their reasoning process. It's, you know, their motivation. It's the choices that result from, you know, their motives or I don't know. I just kind of looked at, that's how I dissected it. So what is my thought? Okay. My thought is, look, I'm, me personally, I'm a strongly motivated, I'm strongly motivated to act. Why? Um, Well, my motive is, is, I want to create and live my best possible life. And I only want the best for my sons as well. So, you know, I want them to understand. Also, my motive is, look, let's be honest. um, I want them to understand that women and men are created equal. Um, I want them to see that 
you know, they they have a mum who, you know, gets out there, you know, she's balancing, um, giving them a great life, but also bringing home the bacon and doing all these amazing, you know, creative stuff. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm artistic. I've got a creative mind. Um, So, yeah, if we look at this, so I think, you know, I want them to see the basically the main differences between men and women are physical, you know. Um, That's really what separates us. It's just our anatomy. Um, Well, some men do have boobs, you know. And I have been told I've got a pretty big set of balls, apparently. (laughs) I've been told that by a few people. And it's probably because, you know, I I just continue to do what I do. And, of course, I unapologetically put myself out there and think, why not have a go? It's there. If it it's there you can do it just have a go and whatever happens happens you know I guess the moral of my thoughts if I had to think about this one um you know what I think what does separate people so this is taking gender out of it it's their state of mind I think you can either be living in a prison in your head or you can create paradise in your head and it just depends on how you see things you know so for me I think life will go on it does you know trust me you know i started you know ever since i started making that a little bit of that me time so what i did is I, i've started meditating quite a lot and making um quite a lot of me time because I, I it's amazing when you stop and just don't think how peaceful it is how relaxed you are you know um my kids will still tell you i'm crazy cranky mum. you know but I, generally speaking I'm, I'm a bit relaxed <laughs> a bit more relaxed anyway um but you know I, i've just learned to forgive those who will never ever apologize to me and accept apologies that i will never ever receive you know and once i learned that and just thought you know people will do really shitty things sometimes sometimes it's actually intentional and you know karma is a bitch and it will probably shit on their head eventually um you know but sometimes it's unintentional and you know i try to just that's why you just try to forgive i try not to get to the bottom of it um you know and because i think there's actually there's something that is so pure and beautiful about being in this relaxed state when you meditate you know i mean when I was doing this um, interview on Instagram TV with these other brand people, they were saying to me, you know, what's your brand? What do you do? And at the time, I couldn't really answer it. But if I actually thought about it, I would say that, you know, um, I've decided that my brand is about living. That's what it is. It's about living. It's about learning and exploring, whether it's universal laws and signs or, you know, whether it's exploring, you know, my life or you know the kids life or other people's lives or you know I just think that I believe I can grow a beautiful life for me and my kids and so if I could leave one mantra on this one I would say you know what guys the time has come yes the light is shining through I think you should back yourself forgive yourself more often dream big like doesn't matter make it gigantic but also remember move on just keep moving keep the flow going you know I think flow is really important in life okay number four diction all right so Aristotle says diction by which I mean as has already been said the expression of the meaning in words and its essence in both is the same in both in verse and pose right all right let's have a look at this so i'm thinking it's all about the script right so it's like what's your life script i mean that's a pretty important question to ask yourself because we write our own scripts 
what happens in our life is generally based on decisions that we've made, actions that we've taken. So think of it this way, you know, I guess there's there's an art of speaking, right? So, and, and that is that each word is clearly heard and understood to its fullest complexity and extremity. And, you know, concerns, you know, um, I think, you know, pronunciation um, as well as tone, I think, you know, so it's, it's like this thing, it's two things. There's your words and your tone and you put those two together and it's like a marriage, you know. I think that's diction. I think diction is both. I think it's, you know, I think our choice in words will separate a good conversation from a bad one I think our tone will set an exciting conversation to a boring one you know I I think when you put these two together they marry beautifully so you know my only thing I'd say is every time you open your mouth you really and I have to do this because I I suffer from classic you know foot and mouth disease seriously um you know, just try to consider how your words will affect others. You know, how I always try to also think like, how does my tone tell this story? Um, but even better, I think every time you have a thought, and this will, this is more, okay, so now we've stopped talking to other people, we're talking to ourselves. This is self-talk. Um, consider your dialogue with self-talk because I'm kind of learning that the kind of dialogue that I have with my inner thoughts and my, you know, self-narrative I've actually, you know, you just become more confident, you become calmer, I think you, you know, you just, yeah, I think you're just sort of treating yourself nicely, like, you know, sometimes the way you talk about yourself, have a think about it, if you talk, if the way you speak to yourself is in such a way that it's not positive, just sort of think, would I actually talk about someone else like that, or would I talk to someone else like that? No, you probably wouldn't, so don't do it to yourself, stop it. Um, the other thing is I tend to try and learn something from everything, you know, if it's something positive, I give the universe, hey, high five, if it's not so positive, I'm like, ah, shit, um, but you know what, try to, if it's not positive, I take it that something will come out of it, something positive, so whether it's that you've learned a lesson on what not to do again, that's a positive. Do you know what I mean? So I think my mantra, and this is the way I look at it, right? Whatever happens will happen as it's supposed to happen. And once I put that into perspective, it does take a lot of that self-blame away. And I'm not saying that you don't own your shit. You know, if you're an asshole to someone, then guess what? You need to own it. Um, But what I'm sort of saying is that sometimes when things happen, rather than dwell on it, look at it and say, yes, it's happened. How do I move on from it? Okay, guys, stay tuned. We got the last two left, which is music and spectacle. Oh, guys, we're getting... Hey, hey, guys. Um, Right, we're up to music and spectacle, which is five and six and smack down. We made it. Okay, Aristotle says song holds the chief place amongst the embellishments or among the embellishments. Oh, God. Okay, let's go. Music, music. You're right, Ari. I can call him Ari because we're mates now. (laughs) Um, You know, I think song is an embellishment. Uh, For me, I believe song is an embellishment of diction. I think song has the power to make us, I don't know, just live through so many different emotions. You know, I think it has the music has the power. Music, song, same, same, um, has the power to make us cry. You know, I think, and I'll give you an example um, this FYI, everyone, this does not happen now. It did happen before, but remember movement moving on. Okay. So let's say you've had a shitty breakup. You're driving in the car. 
a song comes on that reminds you of that person or somewhere that you were together, you know, um, of your ex. And there you go. I don't know how it happened. Like it doesn't anymore, as I said, but I don't know how it happened before. It just, I don't know, out of nowhere, all of these waterworks just start coming out of my eyes, coming out of my nose, and it's really awful, um, you know, because you kind of don't have tissues in the car and all you have is a sleeve and you're like, I can't do it. You know, I tell my kids off for doing it. And you're like, oh my God. Okay, yes, actually, that, that's really close to home, isn't it? But yes, I think music and song has the ability to make us cry. You know, let's just think about what song would I choose? Ah, uh, ba ba that best describes this. Love is a battlefield. I'm telling you, Pat Benatar was onto something. You know, we are young, heartache to heartache, no promises, no demands. You're begging me to go. You're begging me to stay, blah, blah, blah. And the tragedy continues. Okay, next one, laugh. I think music and song has the ability to make us just laugh. Like, it's like this spontaneous chuckle you have sometimes as they say chuckle my god what am i a middle-aged man um like you're listening to a song and it makes you smile but you know and it's sometimes it's for no apparent reason you know so if i okay i'm going to confess something the song that makes me smile and it's so daggy that's why it's really embarrassing actually it's by dr hook yeah that should tell you enough and it's walk right in you know it's like i laugh but also i don't know how it happens this song makes me do this dance and i'm sure some of you would know it it's like the midlife parent dance move you know the one where i don't know for some unknown reason my hands involuntarily involuntarily go out they've actually like imagine it's like driving a bus it's like I've got one hand on each side of the steering wheel and I literally look like I'm steering a bus. Yeah, it's that awful dance move. And oh my goodness, I, I, I can't even believe I said that out loud. Like seriously, that is probably the most unsexiest thing I will ever do in my whole life. Okay, let's move on really quickly. Um, <laughs> excited. I think song music it does it has this um effect where you know all of a sudden you just want to jump in the air you know dance with your booty up in the air like you just don't care and there is a song that does that for me um it's let's go crazy by prince you know when i hear that you know, i can literally like feel the endorphins bouncing around having some sort of you know molecular party in my body um you know and also i think sometimes songs can inspire us you know i think sometimes inspiration does come from where it's least expected and sometimes it's that odd song that you hear and you're like yeah right that's it i'm doing it i'm doing it i'm doing it go 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 um you know so when i listen to this song which i'll say next it just reminds me to keep going and don't give oxygen to people or to those that are trying to gaslight your jam, you know, you got, you came on this earth, um, so just live, do what you want to do, you know. Um, and and I think for me, the song is "Where You Is" by Fatboy Slim. Highly recommend listening to it. It's a good song, you know. It's like okay. It's like this scene, you know, have you seen Jerry Maguire? It's like that scene with Cuba Gooding Jr. It's like, show me the money, show me the money. That, that is what I'm like, you know, I don't do the Tom Cruise part. It's like, show me the money. Oh God, did I, I just sounded like between the Godfather and Oprah, right? Oh, I really need to master. Actually, I don't need to master because I'm not going to say that again. Um, so, you know, I, I'll practice. But, you know, I'm going to cap the music now, but let's move into spectacle. So if we have a look at spectacle, Aristotle says 
The spectacle has indeed an emotional attraction of its own, but of all the parts, it's the least artistic. As I mentioned before, guys, I wouldn't classify myself as artistic, but I do have a creative mind, so I'm not going to write myself off on that. But if you think about I feel like life around me, like my life for me, um, it's like it's it's like a stage. It's like my life and my mind is like this stage known as Mel Spectacular. Oh my god! Um, yeah, I'm really loving this at the moment. I think I'm getting too excited. Okay, if I have a look at it, it's theatrical. So that's me telling um, my dramatic tales. Um, it includes scenes of physical torture. That's me trying to start exercising again. Um, but also, you know, I, I think there's this loud, you know, loud, passionate expression of grief, sorrow, and weeping. Do you know what, guys? That's me when the bills come in. I'm literally, actually, I'm not weeping, but I'm muttering. I'd say I'm more muttering, and it's probably not nice words either as I'm reading them. Uh, the other thing is dance moves. You know, I, I think dance. So if you think about it, it does have dance. Um, but I think for me, my dance moves are really only ones that only my bedroom mirror or my bathroom mirror should see. You know, remember the bus? Yeah, yeah, not cool. Um, now, colourful garments, interesting. So, yeah, I agree. It should have, but, you know, this is a hard one because I would say, and I'm going to put it out there and be a little confident, pre-COVID, I, I dressed pretty sharp in the office. Like, my clothes, you know, they hugged in all the right places. You know, unfortunately, at the moment now, it's a little bit, if it's stretched and it flows, it's going on. Um, but mark my words, people, this is only temporary as I intend on sparking up my hotness and really becoming super smoking hot, like smoke, like it'll be like so much smoke. It's like the fog in Bunnings car park when they've got the sausage sizzle. You know, when you get out of your car and you can barely breathe because it's just so much smoke. That's how much smoke I'm going to have. I'll be smoking. Okay, but on the last note, guys, this is what I think is important. Write your own life story and narrate it. Do it with purpose, conviction. You know, as I said before, we write our own scripts. And, you know, when you're writing that script, just be outrageously ambitious and unforgivingly confident. You know, be yourself, love one another. And, of course, I just wanted to say a quick thank you for tuning in. I'm going to wrap this up. Um, I really enjoyed um, doing this podcast today. And I want to say thank you for sharing your life with me and, um, and letting me share mine with yours, with you. Yours? You? Yeah? Okay. Not a great wrap up, but I'm not doing this whole segment again. All right, guys, take care. And I will catch you next week with something super exciting and maybe not as technical. Bye, guys.